Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is SEN Summer Breakfast, as loaded a McCafe menu as we have had for some time, thanks to our official coffee partner and the fine work of uh, Joel Brooks, who, by the way, just can't find himself a jumper. Uh, for Vegas. The weather's going to be a bit cooler over there, Kane. And one of the great seasonal things, you can't find a jumper in the middle of summer and you probably battle to find a T-shirt in the middle of winter. But uh, he... I don't have a lot of sympathy for him. <laughs> I mean, he's, uh, if that's the biggest problem that he's got. Freeze! Heading to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Yeah. I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. Uh, Mark Pitnett, by the way, Carlton Ruckman's going to join us this hour. A fascinating chat at the best of times. Uh, worst of times, Mark Pitnett, but just so happens we've got a lot to talk to him about. So looking forward to that uh, later on this half hour. Um, but let's get into the Blues because pretty big development yesterday with the, with the President um, Luke Sayers uh, seeking another year to his presidency. Well, Brian Cook, Kane, I can tell you, is set to follow Sayers in extending his start Carlton as well. Now, while there's no official commitment yet, my information is that Cook has uh, privately indicated a desire to continue as Carlton Chief Executive now until the end of 2025. So that would be a 12-month extension to a contract that uh, expires this year. So with that two-year deal for Voss imminent, Patrick Cripps obviously in the middle of a six-year contract, Brad Lloyd remains as a head of football. Um, this would make Carlton, I, I would say, as stable as they have been in probably close to a generation um, to have the, the big five locked and loaded. And that, they always say that. Look, Cook's old club, Geelong, it was always about... You know, the the captain, the CEO, and the president, the big three. Well, if Carlton are able to lock in uh, those three guys, as well as their, their head of football um, and their coach in Michael Voss, uh, that, that, stability's king. Yeah, I'd go one further in uh, head of high performance as well. Andrew Russell's been there for a long time. So uh, stable clubs win premierships. So very rare do you go back and look at a premiership winning team and go, Jeez, they were all over the place. There, there was people coming in throughout the season, then people departing, and uh, a lot of staff changes. It doesn't happen. You, you look at clubs that win premierships, they are stable off the field. And, I mean, it was couldn't have gone. It might, may not have gone this way when they went through the review and there was mm. pressure on Andrew Russell. There was definitely pressure on Brad Lloyd, and they may have gone another way. But I, I think the leadership at the Carlton Footy Club under some adverse times, particularly in the first half of last year has been really strong. I was really impressed by the way they handled that. And um, as much as the fans are frustrated, um, Michael Voss and, and Luke Sayers, I thought were terrific. And, and Brian Cook, we know the quality of that man. So they're in a really good spot. The playing list is stable. They're experienced now. They've got enough young talent. They've tasted finals success and finals wins. 
And look, they're ready to go. They're as good a shot as any. Yeah, and I think the expiry date for guys like Luke says is healthier clubs, and every club does it different. But you've got to be flexible enough. I'd be shocked if he doesn't. I mean, he will stay. It'll be a formality come next month at the AGM to stay another year with everything that's happened. I mean, he's so he comes in and he hires Cook and he hires Voss. And, and those guys have been profound. I mean, when they were four and eight after round 13 last season, you, you're talking about how things could have gone differently. Well, that was another crossroad moment. Nine-game winning streak and then a prelim berth because they were stable, because they they did stand firm in the face of what was fierce pressure at various stages of that season. They had ball members resigning, spats in the change rooms, uh, the players sticking fat as well, though. So uh, another 12, month of, uh, 12 months of stability under Luke Sayers can only be a good thing. So um, platform set. So Michael Voss's contract, should he be one of the highest paid coaches in the league? And I, I, the reason I say this is because of the pressure that is associated with the Blues coaching job, the amount of money the club can generate if there is success, which there was last year off the back of a, a really strong season, now you can have 20% of the coach's salary outside of the soft cap. Should he not be earning close to a million dollars? You think like a, a big club tax? If you take over well, a big club, you get paid Definitely. More. With the pressure that is associated with it, and we saw that last year, I think he should definitely be in the top three highest paid coaches well, in the league. Yeah, I know. I, I think your resume dictates what you get paid. You think? Yeah. Well, by and large. I think you've got to I think if you're a premiership factors, coach, though. if you're a premiership coach, and in some cases there's multiple premiership coaches coaching this year, then you are worth every cent. You've climbed the summit. You've proven. You are a proven entity. So I think those guys should be paid the most. Albeit, yeah, but what would you call it? Um, is it called danger money? What's it called when you take over a volatile sort of a club, like, like something like that? You Maybe. maybe there's some a... sub clubs aren't as financial as the Blues and Collingwood. And the extra 20% outside the salary cap, they may not, uh, soft cap, they may not be able to afford. Carlton can afford it. They're generating huge profits. Mm. Big club, volatile role, high pressure, and a lot of scrutiny on performance. Not that there isn't at every club, but compare that to, I don't know, uh, the coach of the Giants, Adam Kingsley, yeah. versus what Michael Voss mm. yeah, I know what you're uh, has, to, has to deal with. I just think that if he's haggling over extra cash, and that's the reason why the contract hasn't been signed, sealed, and delivered, I fully support Michael Voss and his management for, for trying to get what he deserves and, and what he's worth. Yeah, I mean, it's a negotiation. It's the same as when players negotiate. I mean, it is going to happen. It's going to happen before the start of the, the season, when in many cases, we'll see what happens with Matthew Nix, but it can drag on into the season.